Well, hello, everyone. I wanted to say welcome to the first episode of my podcast, Unapologetically Audacious. So the question I have for you is, do you have the audacity to live unapologetically audacious, to be brave enough to live a life that is soul aligned and pursue things that are soul aligned? That is everything and more of what this particular podcast is about. We're going to be talking with like-minded individuals who are taking soul aligned action in every aspect of life, be that career, relationships, personal, and otherwise. And so today with me, I have an incredibly special and inspiring kick-ass guest. My friend, Emily, you are amazing. So I have so much gratitude for you. Thank you. You are a professional soccer player, but more than that, you are an incredible soul. You and I met quite a few years ago. Yeah. And we connected instantly. Yeah. I feel like our souls just knew they had to meet and there's just been this instant this click this intuitive just knowing and so thank you for your time and your energy and for being the first guest on my podcast thank you for having me uh so excited because i feel like this is just us a couple years ago having a conversation on a picnic bench but now we just have like lights on us like it just feels like us um which is so exciting Yeah. Yeah. And I'm so happy to have you here. And, you know, we've had conversations off camera as well about what it means to live, you know, to be brave enough to be bold and live in your truth. And that was the very first conversation we we ever had. I think it was the very first day we met. Exactly. I think we sat down, we looked at each other and we just started like yapping away like we usually do. Yeah. Um, And we just started talking. I think we skipped the small talk. I think we just went straight into the the deep deep things. Yeah. Yeah. And that was, yeah, years, a couple years ago. And I think- Months go by and then we see each other and we catch up and we have these great, I think, moments with each other where we're reminding each other, of, yeah. you know, where we are in life and to stay on that track. And now we finally have a chance to kind of, yeah. Well, it's a great honor and a privilege, truly. My soul is grateful for yours. You. So I just want to say that. Thank you so much. Well, we're going to be unpacking everything, mm-hmm. alignment, living mm-hmm. unapologetically audacious yeah. in all the categories of life. So we've got relationships we've got career we've got our mission our purpose and all those wonderful things so everything kind of starts with our past our present our future and so I kind of want to start with the past a little bit the mastery of our past okay and so you said something to me the other day in a text message and you said we're we're ever changing yeah we're constantly we're constantly changing so we're shedding old skin we're building and growing new skin so before we kind of unpack where you are, actually, no, mm-hmm. I want to talk about where you are now, but how did you master your past to be where you are okay. now? You're incredible. Like you're Thank inspiring. You. You're a pro player. The discipline you have, the self-awareness you have with who you are and knowing who you are. That's yeah. the one thing I have. I have so much respect for you and you inspire me because you lead with so much conviction with who you are. And while we're changing and we're going to make mistakes along the way, you continue to lead with that conviction. So that's something Thank that just so radiates much. off you. And I appreciate that. I think um, it's nice to hear those words very validating. And I think, um, I just, yeah, I really appreciate that. So thank you. Of course. Yeah. So to to unpack a little bit more on yeah. that, how, in your opinion, have you been able to sort of master your past in yeah. order to have a better present and envision and take action towards a better future? Okay. So I think this is... Probably the hardest thing one can do. And I think it's a 
continuous effort. It's a choice too. It's not like you do it once and then it's choice. It's done one time and it's there forever. It's it's a you wake up every day and it's a choice. I think the biggest thing for me when it comes to not letting my past override my future and my present is I view it as like I'm looking into I'm driving a car and there's the big windshield and then there's the rearview mirror and you are looking into your future your present through the big windshield but you use your past as a little reminder sometimes to check your blind spot use it there doesn't control your life you're not constantly looking into the back and what's going on behind you you're using it to remind you for example we're talking about trusting our gut instinct we're not going to continuously sit in that moment of regret forgiving ourselves but we use that to remind ourselves you know you look you tap into it sometimes to remind yourself to kind of stay focused Mm. um the other thing is acceptance the biggest thing that drove me crazy was I would think about things in the past choices I made things that people did all that kind of stuff that creates that baggage for one person and I would sit ruminating about what I could have done differently and then not only my takeaway from my present and my future, but I'm just sitting in a vibration that is so stagnant. It's not, mm-hmm. it's not making my life better. And so what I had to learn was acceptance, that you have to appreciate and accept the past for everything that comes with it. Because who I am today is the best version of myself I consider and also the happiest I've been. I have to appreciate who I am today. And that means every experience that led up to it. So there are things in my past I've done and things people have done that aren't the greatest things, but I have to appreciate all of that because that's who I am today. And you just have to let it go. You're, you have so much energy in you that none of it can go towards things that can't be changed. And I think it's a practice. It's not, a, it's more than I believe it's a practice and a choice to do that every day. Yeah. You know, you said something really powerful and something that it really resonates for me too, choice. Yeah. It really does require conscious effort to yeah. change the meaning of our past. So the question I have for you, and I hope that I, fra- I phrase this correctly, mm-hmm. do you think that our present affects the meaning that we give to the past or our past affects the meaning we give to the present in the sense of, you know what, the, the meaning we give to our past will ultimately shape everything? No. I think that we have a choice every day to make our purpose of our life. If you want it, your past to shape your future, then you let it. Then you can live your life in that belief and ultimately what you believe happens comes to fruition. So if you Mm -hmm. believe your past shapes your present, then your life will show that. If you believe that you can continuously change your path and set your purpose every day despite your past, then your life will show that. Right. I believe that every day I wake up, I can choose the direction of my life, the path, despite my past. I think it gives me a sense of... um, not control, but um, makes me feel like I'm still an active member in my own life, not controlled by my past. What a beautiful statement right there, an active member mm-hmm. of your own life. Yeah. And so with that, though, it requires that effort to really unpack and dive deeper into yourself, right, yeah. and to continue to know yourself. And so how can we possibly live unapologetically audacious, be brave enough yeah. to be authentic selves if we're not brave enough to go deep and heal certain things and yeah. to what you said right before we clicked record to go all in yeah. and, and, and be aligned and take mm-hmm. that aligned action. So yeah. what, what steps did you take while you were kind of navigating that past to lead you in the present, your, your future goals, all that kind of thing to manage that 
and continue to dive deeper into yourself. What choices did you make in order to be brave enough to be authentically you? I think there was there came a point where I felt like I was living my life for a version of myself that wasn't being authentic, a version of myself that didn't feel like I was living to my true purpose in the sense that, you know, I figured, okay, I graduate, I get a good job and then I get a nice place and life is beautiful. I think that wasn't a version of myself that I, as a kid, I saw myself living. And I think we're all just big kids living in adult bodies. And I think that when I tap into my inner child and I know this saying goes around so much inner child, but it's, there's always an inner child in us. And my child in me was like, I want to play soccer. I want to do this. I'm young. And so I kind of ignored everything, put everything aside and was like, what do I want in this moment? Not what I can give myself in five years or whatever. In this moment, I want to be living in Italy, eating the best pasta, playing the best soccer. And so I think we've touched on this so many times where being brave doesn't mean the absence of fear. It just means continuously doing it with the fear. And I think I've never felt so scared in my life when I'm hopping on a plane, going somewhere else, when I'm invited to do a podcast or, you know, my very first time going abroad, hysterically crying as I'm going through security mm-hmm. as a 20 year old. Um, but you just have to get out of your mind and just tap into here. When your mind gets in the way, it your mind wants to protect you. That's what you're built for. Mm-hmm. So your mind will tell you things to keep you safe. Safety doesn't always mean growth. So I think just learning and continuously learning what that means for myself and what that means for tapping into my head and my heart. So it's almost like breaking free out of your own matrix, yeah. right? And reframing that yeah. and making those efforts and recognizing that we're going to go through highs and lows mm-hmm. and almost giving ourselves grace in those yeah. moments, but not letting us sit there for too long mm-hmm. and come out of it. Yeah. So then that leads me to your present. Mm-hmm. You are incredible. Like you. you're a pro athlete. I can't even imagine the amount of discipline, the hard work, the 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 tears, the joy, yeah. the fulfillment that that brings to you and you doing something that is so aligned as you said, something that your inner child longed for and despite everything you had to overcome, everything you had to conquer, the things that you had to learn about yourself and will continue to learn about yeah. yourself, you're still doing it. Next year, you're going abroad, you're traveling with your twin flame, yeah. you're going to be living in one of your favorite places and yeah. doing what you love. Yeah. All that is alignment. So tell us more about it. How can more people do that? How were you able to bravely step into that? And what continues to drive you to do that? I think for me, taking away and putting value on the opinions in my life. And we've touched on this before where if I listen to all the voices I hear about what I should be doing with my life, let's just make that clear, opinions mm-hmm. on my life, um, I will be confused. I will, it's very heavy. But when I sit down and be like, okay, whose voices do I value? There's a circle of five people in my life. Everyone else is almost like silenced. And so I'm very lucky to have a support system that um, appreciate and encourages me and cheers me on with every decision I make. Currently, like we said, it's a choice to kind of choose the life you want. And I think having not only a family, but a partner who you got to find your tribe. And I sent that to the other day and I was like, I feel like instantly we found our tribe within each other. Um, 
but it's choosing to listen to the voices that you value. And ultimately, I had to learn to value my voice and my own opinion. Yes, I love my family. I love my partner. But the only voice that matters to me is myself. Right. So I could have 10 people behind me cheering me on. I could have zero. But you have to be okay with every decision you make. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, before I, I really want to touch on your 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 soccer career. Okay. But you said something yeah. really interesting there. So finding your tribe. Yeah. Now, you have a lot of self-awareness. And you recognize the choice and the effort that's required to know yourself enough which will help you have good discernment with yes. identifying your tribe. Yeah. What about those people, let's say, who are still on a path of learning themselves or they're, I don't want to say, they're, they're, they're operating from a place of, let's say, people pleasing still. Mm-hmm. And they have a hard time really leading and, yeah. and trusting their voice. And they, they're still learning how to get a sense yeah. of who's their tribe or they don't have a tribe. Yeah. What do those people do? What, what, what advice would you give them? Just keep going. I think... It's not like I found my tribe and everything stopped. Every day I'm learning, oh, I'm officially 26. And suddenly my emotions change, my mind changes, and my tribe changes. Your tribe is not always going to be the same. It's continuously Mm -hmm. putting that effort into yourself, but also taking that pressure off yourself. Just live life. You'll figure it out. It's, It's just trying not to have it by a book where date that person, figure it out. There's no wrong answer in what you do. Life isn't, there's no wrong answer in life. You date that person, is it a match or not a match? You figure it out. You date the next person. You try that career, not for you. Okay, now you know. And nothing really has to be that deep or fearful of mistakes. I think out of 10 decisions I've made where I've gone all in, 50% worked. But that's how you know. I think the 50% that didn't work helped me get to where I am because you have to experience those feelings you never want to feel again. You have to experience those relationships you never want to feel again. You have to experience those careers and you have to experience never trusting your gut. So you know what it feels like to trust your gut. And you just have to just take a step back and just day by day, you'll figure it out. It's, it's, it's about allowing life to happen and not trying to control life is what I've learned. So would you say then you believe that, and I believe Tony Robbins is the one that says this, okay. that life happens for you and yeah. not to you. Yeah. It's, it's a big change in perspective. I think when you, it's called the burnt toast theory. I don't know if you know this one. Tell me. Yes. So it's when you wake up in the morning and you're rushing and then you, you're running around, you can't find the certain pants you need. Then five minutes goes by and you're late five minutes. Then you go to make yourself breakfast. You put your toast in and then your toast is burnt. That means you have to create a new one. Then you're 10 minutes late because now your toast got burnt Mm. and you're getting in your car and you're running to work. And you're cussing and all this kind of stuff. And you're like, oh, I'm 15 minutes late. Instead, there's that perspective of, okay, you're 15 minutes late. Everything's going wrong. Or that 15 minutes just saved your life. Perspective of if I was five minutes early. People always say when you get into accidents or something happens. If I was two seconds later, it wouldn't have happened. If I was five seconds earlier, it wouldn't have happened. Everything is happening for you. That is your protection. If you view it as protection and not, you know, weaponized. I think that kind of makes me feel more at ease with life is always working out in your favor. That burnt toast just saved me from getting into a car accident, just saved me from tripping down the stairs. It's just, Mm -hmm. you're always at the right time, right place meant for you. And if that means running late 15 minutes per se, you're actually exactly where you should be on time. Sounds like divine timing if you ask me in every aspect. 
Yeah. When you can find that meaning and find yeah. the lessons and everything, because we can dwell, right? How mm -hmm. many of us dwell on so many things? I mean, I'm guilty of it. We all yeah. do it where it's like, oh, and then you constantly dwell and dwell and yeah. dwell and you waste all that energy. energy. The energy. Oh my goodness. Yeah. The energy. So yeah. how do you master your energy? Um, I feel like you're very good at this. I, my energy, I think as a woman, it's very hard to learn how to let your emotions just pass through you without latching onto it and holding onto it. Right. Um, one would be, I have a great partner, my boyfriend. He is that perfect addition to keep me grounded where, um, I could be emotional. I could be dwelling in something. I could be just not in the state that progresses me to my next level. And he can just sit there and remind me, let it go. Just his voice is very calming. Um, he has that like masculine energy where he grounds me. And I think that's very important to have. Um, when I have so much stuff going on in my life, he takes away half of that stress. Um, another would be um, making an effort for myself. So breath work really happens. Like it really helps. Um, but it's just, yeah, like I said, having a great partner and breath work. Sorry, I'm blanking right now. No, no, that's okay. Yeah. So having a great partner, mm -hmm. so that supportive partner, yeah. you mentioned earlier, a great support system, yeah. breath work. So those are some of the yeah. exercises that you do. Is there yeah. anything else that you do? Is it movement? You love soccer? Yeah. So I think my purpose is soccer, having that to focus on. I think um, soccer for me just is my escape. So I think everyone has their own escape. Some people have church, some people have right. um, swimming, reading. I think soccer for me is my place where I can just release everything and it's just one focus. And I think it's so hard for us women to focus on just one thing mm -hmm. um, because we have so much going on. But yeah, yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. Okay, so I want to talk, we're going to cover everything, mm -hmm. relationships, everything, yeah. but I really want to talk about soccer. That yeah. is so freaking cool Emily like do you understand you're like you're a superstar you're a rock star Thank you kick you. ass you do and you inspire me as I mentioned it's it's your soul for me yeah. but everything you do is just Thank incredible you. so your inner child knew you wanted to play yeah. soccer you did that yeah. you're doing that you're currently on team Canada you mentioned your training is coming to an end yeah. but now you're going back abroad, abroad yeah. next year yeah everyone wants to know more about that so it's a it's really exciting I think when I think about it um, my relationship with soccer is probably at its healthiest. And I say that in the sense that um, as an athlete, just like you're learning to have a relationship with people, you have to learn how to have that with your sport, the healthy balance, um, mm. learning to um, be an athlete and also be a person. I think it's two very different things. And what happens is as an athlete and as a person, you cross that. So for example, when you have a soccer game, and you haven't performed your best. It's hard. There's a fine line between play a bad game and I'm a bad soccer player. And as a person, I'm a bad person. It's it's a very fine line as an athlete to cross those lines. Really? Yeah. To learn to be like, my performance does not equate to my value as a person. And I think mm -hmm. I've mastered that now in this current day. Um, but in the positive things, I think soccer has been my vessel to a whole wide range of experiences it has taken me to other countries it has taken me to meet so many people um and i really feel like my purpose in life right now is fulfilling my inner child and it might not be my lifelong purpose it might not be forever but that's where i am right now is i'm living for her 
and it makes me feel um, nothing else matters in the world. Nothing else matters except for this little girl playing soccer and it really feels like that's my soul alignment right now. That makes me so emotional because I haven't heard anybody say out loud that it makes you feel like nothing else matters in the world and that your inner child is is happy. Like she's thriving Mm -hmm. right now. That little girl that was probably begging for Mm -hmm. you to do certain things. Like you did that. You did, you, you did that. You took, you made choices, hard choices. I'm sure to do that. Thank you. Yeah. I think also, you know, when I stress about, you know, bills and all this, all these things that just weigh heavy on a person's mind, I feel like the best way I'm able to just let that off myself is I envision I'm putting this on her. I'm putting this all on her and all she wants is to play soccer, to run around, giggle, laugh, play soccer. And obviously that's not how soccer is at this age, but it's, um, it's helped me find my purpose when I look at what my inner child wants. And it's, that's the easiest way I can explain it is like, I live my life currently for her and then everything else kind of breaks. It just all kind of happens. It just falls into the right pieces when you find your purpose and everything just happens. Yeah. Emily, you're giving me (laughs) chills. I cannot. Oh my gosh. That's amazing. And you know, you said before that Mm -hmm. inner child, it's, it's, it's it's not that it's trending, but you probably hear it a lot. And I, do you ever wonder if, if, if people have like a a real understanding of what that actually means to go back to that little girl or little boy and do what you do, which is you ask, what does she want? I'm doing this for her. Like, it's so in, it's so intentional. It's so powerful what you're doing, and this this is why you're amazing. Thank you. This is why you're so inspiring to me. Honestly, like I Thank say you. this with, um, like it's there's it's it's so genuine. Thank you. And I think you have so much magic, and you emanate so much light and love. Thank you. And people need to know that when you you need to know that. Yeah, I'm sure Thank you know you. that, but you need and to no, be it's reminded. Very nice. I think it's very nice to hear. I think. Um, the way we view ourselves is not how other people always view us. And I think yeah. um, to hear that perspective and is very refreshing and um, loving to hear that I didn't know I was giving off. So it's very nice to hear. Yeah. Thank you. And everything you're doing to serve yourself and serve your soul, that is what's really allowing that energy to emanate because you're you're leading authentically. And yeah. people feel that. Real knows real but people yeah. feel, people feel that. People, I think energy is the first language. You can yes. just, energy is the first language. So you can tell when you meet someone, but you walk away and you're, there's sometimes there's no logic to explain something. You can't put into words or like give a list description why something feels off. It's just, it, it just isn't clicking. And I think I was talking about you to my friend and I was trying to explain and I was like, there's logical reasons, but I'm like, there's just this, connection this feeling and I think when we it comes down to tapping into our heart and our mind getting away from the logic and just allowing us to feel those connections and the energy because energy doesn't lie energy does not lie it's like even those um what do they call them energy or energy vampires Vampires, yeah is that the term yeah it's like you really you take a step away after you're done you're like how do I feel draining it could be you could feel like energized after you could feel drained i think it's also the topic of conversations that happen i think everything is a frequency everything is an energy speaking highly of someone is a different vibration than speaking negatively of someone and i think when you walk away from different conversations um i have people in my life who um 
or I've talked to and if they have um, a lot of worries and anxiety, I think the energy between us is very different than when I talk to someone, for example, my partner who talks about moving abroad and trusting yourself. It's it's a different kind of exchange of energy that happens. Absolutely. Yeah. So to kind of elaborate a little mm-hmm. bit more on that exchange, um, I want I want to kind of tap into relationships as well. Mm-hmm. But before I get there, how do you, as a professional soccer player, yeah. now you're going abroad, yeah. how do you kind of navigate your professional career, yeah. your personal life, your careers, and also your mission, your purpose, yeah. and your relationships, uh, and be, stay aligned at the same time, <laughs> frankly? It can feel tough. Sometimes it doesn't feel aligning, um, but I think learning to balance, for example, being abroad, you have to be okay with sacrifices. And I think when I was younger, when I was 20, 21, first starting my career, you know, I'm in Italy training on Christmas, my family's back home having Christmas together, or my sister is getting engaged and I'm at training at practice. And I think there comes a point where you have to learn what your sacrifices are. What are you willing to sacrifice? That's changed for me now where I have to know what I'm okay with, my non-negotiables, what I'm, you know, willing to let go. Now I'm willing to move abroad, but I'm not willing to be away from my family as long. So I'll do a smaller contract. I think mm. um, being away for that long, two, three years was a lesson for me. I don't regret it, but it taught me what I needed. And what I need is family. What I need is, you know, my people close to me because it can be um, trying to make it far in your career without having people with you. It's almost like you can go fast, but you can't go far. And ensuring that I'm maintaining my circles, but also realizing that life is more than just soccer. And I know I talk about um, my inner child as my purpose right now, but being okay with, I'm going to come home for Christmas or um, it can just be very challenging to balance, um, you know, your social life and soccer. But I think, like I said, willing to, like, you have to know what your sacrifices are. What are your non-negotiables? And I think for me, smaller contracts, um, I'm not here to make it to the World Cup or do that. And I think being okay with where I stand in soccer now. Soccer is not going to take me to um, the World Cup and all that kind of stuff. And I don't have to sacrifice my family time or my, have my boyfriend, but just learning what you need in your life. And yeah. so you're saying that those three years that you had, yeah. you don't regret it, but no. what you learned mm-hmm. and what you're now able to do with conviction is you believe so heavily in your values. You yeah. know what you value now. Yeah. And do you agree that understanding what you value will ultimately it's important in every aspect mm-hmm. of in a relationship. That's mm-hmm. how you attract the right partner in your yeah. career. And like you said, sacrifice. Yeah. That's huge. Yeah. That is something that so many people don't want to do because yeah. they're afraid. And it doesn't have to be big sacrifices, like moving abroad for 10 months without of your course. family. But it's, 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 you sacrifice sleep or you sacrifice health. You know, you wake up early and go to the gym or you wake up early and go to the doctor's appointment because you to take care of yourself. And I think you have to be, there are sacrifices we make every day that we don't even know. We don't know that we're sacrificing our health or going out for dinner every night, ordering in. We don't know that we're sacrificing our relationships by not reading self-help books or by praying or whatever it is that you find brings you peace. And I think you just have to be intentional with your sacrifices. You choose your sacrifices. Don't let blindlessly 
let things happen. I think you have to be intentional with um, the sacrifices you want, with the choices you want. Absolutely. You know, it's interesting that you're saying that because, and this podcast is not about me, but early on in my, in myself, Mm -hmm. in my, my personal development journey and so on, a couple years ago, I had this realization that I became more afraid of losing myself than losing anything and detaching from outcomes. And I feel like sacrifice is a huge part of it because I would almost rather sacrifice everything that Mm -hmm. is not serving my highest good or my soul than sacrifice myself. So you mentioned things on sort of like a smaller scale, Mm -hmm. like going to the gym versus like your lifestyle, the doctor's appointment, but it's like sacrificing you. It's it's the bigger picture. Yeah. Yeah. And I think... I, I use sacrificing yourself as almost like a betrayal to yourself. Yeah. When you betray yourself in the sense of when you don't stand up for yourself, when you accept less than what you think you deserve, those are all little betrayals to yourself. And I think you can't learn that without experiencing that betrayal to yourself. You can't learn what it feels like to stand up for yourself without learning what it feels like when you don't stand up for yourself. And I think, oh yeah, like you touched on it. I think sacrificing I'm willing to lose everything except lose myself again. Yeah, anything because all it's all we have is ourselves. Not in the way that you can't rely on people, but it's your life, your heart, your brain, your mind, and this is your life. And if you don't have you, then nothing else kind of, nothing else matches that. Yeah, because at yeah. the end of the day, you have to go to sleep mm-hmm. with yourself mm-hmm. and you're steering the ship, right? Yeah. So. You need to, you need to have this this degree of strong sense yeah. of self in order to yeah. move forward. And it's like the difference of living in sort of like a victim kind of energy yeah. versus oh a okay, yeah. things happen, this sucks yeah. or what have you, but yeah. we're gonna move forward. And that's when it comes down to that mindset of life happens to you, life Joy. happens for you. And it's so easy to have that victim mentality. It's so easy because you don't have to take ownership for anything. It's an easy way of living. Life happens to you. This was done to me. This happened. And it's just so much easier to accept the bad things than to stand up and change and take ownership for your own life. Because taking accountability is the hardest thing. Mm -hmm. Saying it was my fault this happened is so much harder than saying they did this to me. Mm -hmm. And once you learn to take accountability, then there's that sense of control in your life. Then there's that sense of power you have in your life. I think that victim mentality is just, it's, it's an easy mindset, but it doesn't, it doesn't serve you. And what yeah. you're not changing, you're choosing after uh-huh. all, right? Exactly. Oh, love that. Yeah. Oh, it's such a good conversation. Yeah. Um, and all these things, these are such, these are commonalities, these themes that fit into every aspect. So we touched a little bit about career alignment, feeding yeah. that little girl, that inner child. Yeah. I want to talk about relationships and how yeah. The value system is important, knowing yourself. Everything does start with you after all. So attracting, in your opinion, you mentioned you have, this is your twin flame. (laughs) So I don't know if everyone knows what a a twin flame is, but I want you to dive into a little bit more on that. But also, how do we attract an aligned partner, the partner that we dream of? What is your take? Okay, so first off, twin flame. Twin flame is essentially a person who radiates the same energy, but is holding up a mirror to you in the sense that they show you everything beautiful about yourself, 
And then they show you everything and your shadows and everything that you just harbor inside and they bring it out and they, their purpose is to bring out the best version of yourself, the good, the ugly, the authentic version. That's what it is. I think we go around in life, obviously subconsciously, we all put on a version of ourselves when we're walking down the street or we're with our friends. But when you're with that person in your life, you can't hold back. You can't hide. You just, it makes you grow into the best version of yourself. Yeah. And it sounds like if, if the good and the bad is being put right in front of you Mm -hmm. and you have somebody who is choosing to be Mm -hmm. with you, right? Because Love is a feeling, but love is more than that. Love is a choice. Love is a choice. So imagine you have that person who is choosing to embrace the good and the ugly. It's so profound if you actually think about it. Who continues to choose to love you. And I think that comes first. You can't love someone else's good and bad until you love your own good and bad. Mm. You know, and I think we talked about finding your person. You have to go through as many people as you need to find your person. You have to date that person to find out, "Mm, that's not what I like in a relationship. You have to date that person to find out, oh, I like that. And you keep learning. And that's how you learn about yourself. You, we're not meant to be alone. We're humans. We, we long for connection. Yeah. And so dating people, finding out what you need is, is normal. And I think you can't ever say, I, we're so funny as people, oh, I never dated him or I wish I never did. No, that's made you who you are. You learned. Yeah. To stand up for yourself, you learn to be more kind in arguments. It's it's a balance, um, but I think it comes down to, um, you know, I talk about this all the time. There's only so much healing you can do alone. There's only so much learning about yourself you can do alone. There are going to be triggers in a relationship. There's going to be reminders, but I think um, we need, people need people. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And having that, so you mentioned you learn a lot about yourself mm-hmm. in a relationship. Mm-hmm. But even outside yeah. of that and doing the work, yeah. doing the shadow work, yeah. even even if you're in the relationship or you're outside of it yeah. and knowing yourself, having a good sense of what you value, make sure yeah. that that aligns. Because imagine it's yeah. all nice, but maybe a part of you knows we don't necessarily value that, but we'll deal with it when the yeah. time comes. And 10 years goes by, five years go by, and you're like, well, I guess we're not staying together <laughs> anymore. And it's, yeah. in, you know what I mean? So yeah. it's like att- attracting that. but more than that so in in learning who you are and learning mm-hmm. yourself how can we continue to grow now together as it with a partner in a part with a partner yeah i think in relationships it's so easy to kind of just oh i'm in a relationship everything can relax now but it's almost Comfort. more yeah more important to retain your your individuality your values and i think you attract what you are. Mm-hmm. You, If you attract someone who's disciplined, you got to be disciplined. If you attract someone who values, you know, positive thinking, for example, you have to, you have to live that. And I think, like I said, there's only so much you can do alone, but you have to practice with people. You have to just be okay with, you know, having those experiences. Um, but yeah. And it's interesting. They say, I watched this video yesterday and you've, you've heard this a lot, I'm sure as well, that 
love is hard and good relationships take a lot of work. And it's like, yeah. well, why should a good relationship take yeah. so much work? Yeah. And it's because of everything that you yeah. just said. It's yeah. that con those conscious efforts, right? Yeah. To really continue to not get comfortable and yeah. to keep dating, right? To keep yeah. learning about this person. And I don't think when they say relationships are hard, it means it's supposed to be hard with this person. It's hard to be exactly. with them. I think it means sometimes the work is hard. It's not hard to be with them. Um, it, it, it's an effort and choice to love someone. We touched on that. It, I think it's a, it's part of a feeling. It can be a feeling where you feel that desire to them. You feel that passion to them. You feel that excitement. Those are all feelings. But love is a choice to that. Even when you can't stay in them or they're annoying you or you, you're you in a fight, you're choosing love is, mm. you know, and that doesn't mean I'm choosing to feel this towards you. It means I'm choosing to still be kind to you when we're fighting. I'm choosing to still be loyal to you when I go out, if we're fighting or, you know, we're not vibing like we used to. I think there are going to be so many waves in a relationship you have with someone, the more long-term you go. But choosing to continue to be loyal is love. Continue to be kind is love. Um, all that kind of stuff. I think that's the choice of why love is a choice. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because things get so yeah. hard and it's so yeah. easy to just yeah. give the silent treatment or not be kind. Yeah. Right? Or storm out and then just pretend it never happened. I think having hard conversations, you have to face each other, look each other in the yeah. eye and say, you did this to me. I feel this or I need to do this for you. It's That's the hard part. That's why it's hard is having to be accountable and have those conversations that don't make us always feel so lovey-dovey inside. Right. Yeah. But those are the ones that bring out more of who yeah. we are. Yeah. And you have to you have to speak your truth and live yeah. in your truth. And it's not always easy. And the no. truth, so to speak, as they say, it hurts sometimes. Yeah. It doesn't feel yeah. good. No. And so you mentioned earlier, and this mm -hmm. is something that's interesting. You mentioned that your partner makes you feel soft. He yeah. makes you feel it in so many words, right? Safe. He's he's masculine. Yeah. So let's talk yeah. on that dynamic so okay. us as women you said you yeah. know it's hard we do tend to be more emotionally wired yeah. men are more logically wired yeah. so when we have we can establish an, that understanding of the harmony with yeah. the, with both we know how to we know to how to navigate. get them to tap into the emotions with him and he knows That's how to right. ground this and i think it's that perfect balance um yeah but when it comes to for example growing up i would say we're told we're women we can do anything and everything which is amazing but it doesn't mean we have to. And I think yes. the world we live in, we're working our jobs, we're trying to maintain a lifestyle. It's a lot. I think we need to acknowledge it's a lot for us. We can do it all, but you don't have to. The life I want is not one that where I'm tired, coming home grumpy, all that kind of stuff. I want to be a happy wife, not a good wife, if that makes sense. Absolutely, it does. You know, I don't want to be stressing about the laundry and and the food and work and then my husband comes home and no he's got to deal with a grumpy wife because but at least the laundry's done it's it's more about creating that energy and so with my partner he's very good at when I get I'm very good at navigating navigating my emotions I'm not very good at letting my thoughts come and go I think because I'm more emotional I'm not very strong at um having control over my um, um my thoughts and logic and so uh, when it comes to being soft and gentle, it's when I feel myself tensing up and, and the world seems to get heavy and, you know, all he has to do is just 
babe, I got it. I forget that I don't have to do it all because he's there. And it lets me kind of take one shield off at a time when I realize the world can be cruel sometimes, but the world can also be great sometimes. Right. Yeah. And what you're describing too is that masculine feminine dynamic, right? Like masculine men will create feminine women and weak men will create masculine women in the sense of that doesn't mean that you can't go conquer Mm -hmm. what you want to do and achieve Mm -hmm. what you want to achieve. But it's like you said, it's having him and his masculine who can understand that you know, you're in that moment yeah. and he can take on that masculine yeah. quality of leadership yeah. and initiative and say, yeah. exactly, it's, I yeah. got this. Because when I have a full day of emotions and now I got to tap into logic and plan dinner and we're going to do this. Babe, don't worry, I got it. Yeah, that's not part of your wiring. No. That's part of his right. wiring. And so, yeah. and so I'm realizing I can't be stressed and nurturing at the same time. I'm learning that about myself. So when I'm stressed about the day and everything going on and I'm, you know, frantic, I can't be that nurturing partner to him. Yeah. I can't be that loving, soft partner because I'm so stressed. So when he takes me out of that zone, now I'm like, oh, I just want to love you now. So he gets that version of myself. The where best I'm just, version. Yeah. Where now I'm just catering to him and I'm able to just be soft with him and loving with him. And so we're helping each other where he takes that off me and I'm able to give him. And I think as women, we need to stop doing just being. I think we are naturally more nurturing, naturally more loving. I think that's our purpose is to just love. Mm-hmm. And I think when he's able to create that environment for me, it naturally makes me want to just give him that loving environment. Absolutely. Yeah. But yeah. you you also value you value those qualities in a man, right? Yeah. Like you 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 value that yeah. dynamic which is which is a traditional dynamic so yeah. to speak, right? Now we're living in a time where yeah. I think more people, we're, we're hearing about this talk, mm-hmm. right? Masculinity, femininity. Yeah. We're hearing about it a lot right now, but a lot of people want to live in that harmony, yeah. but they're not and they don't know how. Yeah. So in your opinion, for yeah. example, what would you say to maybe girls, guys alike who are who are, who are are longing for that dynamic, yeah. but there are women who are still in their, in their masculine? Yeah. Like yeah. for example, with a man, appreciation goes a long mm. way. Men feel love yeah. through respect yeah. and appreciation. Yeah. So when you, 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 like you appreciate a man and he'll, he'll move the mountain yeah. for you. And I don't mean it like that, no, but, but yeah. Men need that encouragement that they're, they want to be the good guy in your story. Yeah. They don't want to be the bad guy. So if you're constantly saying, you didn't do this for me, why are you doing this? They're going to feel like, well, I'm the bad guy. I can't do anything right. And pull away. Yeah. Anybody would, right? Yeah. Yeah, And I remember in my first couple of relationships, I was that girl that was like, I don't need help. I can do it. I open my own door. Because I, it was almost like society was telling us that classic saying, you don't need a man. I'm at a place where I've learned I do need a man. I think in the sense that I can live my life happy without a person. But I think men need women and women need men. We bring that to each other. Why are we trying to separate people? It, it's... Why do you not want to feel connected to your partner? Why do you not want your partner to help you? And it's it's a vulnerability thing. It's the fact that, well, I can do it myself, but I'm, I'm independent. Yeah, but why do you want to? Why do you want to do it all? You know? And I think now learning to be okay with um, not having to do it all, it's everyone's life is easier, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. No, I I couldn't I couldn't agree more, and I resonate yeah. with you yeah. completely. Um, and it is such a beautiful thing when you do have two people who yeah. value that yeah. harmony, because then both people will 
act and take steps into yeah. that and living yeah. and living in that kind of dynamic. Mm -hmm. Right. And yeah. I think, think of like, you know, if you're carrying something heavy, yeah. you would love it if someone's like, Hey, can I, can I take that off you? Yeah. Whatever. And naturally we, it, because it's, it's our innate selves. We yeah. are more natural, uh, more mm -hmm. nurturing. Yeah. Men are, are more logical protective and more protective. And, yeah. So when naturally, when it's like, when, when us as women feel like, you know, they're taking that leadership, da da da, we naturally become more feminine, yeah. our true selves. It's our true essence. Yeah. We can't, we need, I think also in society, men don't feel needed because all they hear is yes. the man. But it's no, we need men. We love yeah. men. We want men in society. Yeah. And I think I never want my boyfriend to feel like I don't need you. I don't want you. I would never want him to feel that way because mm -hmm. I do need you. You make my life easier. I do want you. You make my life more loving. And I think there's that dynamic where we both were taught, where guys were taught like, girls come and go and girls you don't need a man and it's like yeah. no i very much do need men in my life men bring you know strength to the world men bring protection to the world yeah and getting out of that mindset was tough you know i can pay for myself i can open my own door and it's just it gives each other purpose for each other when you allow that mindset just to just go mm -hmm. yeah and you're able to cultivate a really beautiful yeah dynamic where yeah. you're you're adding so much value and love yeah. and innate purpose yeah. to each other's yeah. lives yeah right and love most importantly love you most can't, importantly love yeah you know how can you say i can do it myself and not allow a man in but then also say i want love you can't no you know both and learning to let go of that mindset and just and just be a woman now i don't have to do anything to prove my worth or to prove that i'm you know you just, just have to be. Just have to be. Yeah. Just relax. You know? That's <laughs> yeah. It. Yeah. No, that's so beautiful. Yeah. And honestly, I I long for or I hope for people to be with people who they align yeah. with. Whatever that looks like, whatever yeah. dynamic works for you, mm -hmm. right? It's about really knowing yourself, knowing yeah. what you value, yeah. what you want. Yeah. And if if it aligns with that other yeah. person, even if it looks different than someone yeah. else, nobody's perfect, no. by the way. Like right. that's not what we're saying. Yeah. No relationship is perfect, yeah. but it's about finding something that's perfect, so to speak, mm -hmm. for you. Yeah. And I'm not here preaching like you need to let your man pay for everything. You no, need to let your man No. That not, is yeah. what the dynamic works for me. That's where I find my most peace and calm and healthy dynamic with my man. If you're the woman that likes to open your own door and go to work, cook dinner and do laundry and then come cuddle. And that works perfectly for you. Do that. All I'm saying is be okay with the experiences you have to find out who you are. And right now, this is what works for me. Right. So you, yeah. you, you are in your, your feminine energy yeah. of, of receiving, so to speak. And yeah. when that said, I feel like that can be misconstrued, yeah. but you're talking about a traditional masculine, feminine yeah. sort of harm, feminine, feminine <laughs> harmony, so to yeah. speak, right? Where, yeah. Both both are receiving and and giving in different ways yeah. but in harmony in a way that yeah. each feel love. Yeah. And that's the place yeah. we're operating from. And that yeah. is a different dynamic than maybe yeah. may, maybe somebody who's more in their masculine or more in their feminine or what have mm -hmm. you. So what you're saying completely makes sense is yeah. completely validated. You're talking about a very specific yeah. traditional innate it came Dynamic. up to my own kind of wiring of myself that right. the issue that I was, I don't need a man, I don't need your help, came down to me not being able to be vulnerable because I feel like, you know, you not being open to love. It came down to, right. it's always a deeper issue where once you're just okay with being vulnerable, 
you know, it, it's just, you have to be vulnerable to allow love in. Yeah. Oh my goodness. You, okay. So driving here to this yeah. studio, something that I said out loud, I was like thinking about you and just this conversation and it was vulnerability is key. Yeah. Vulnerability yeah. is what makes you a magnet. So basically yeah. in, so we touched on, on like relationships, for example, a little bit about career, all about that alignment, yeah. but vulnerability in everything. Vulnerability yeah. makes you a magnet. Living in your truth, your unapologetic, authentic yeah. self makes you a magnet, but you have to be willing to be vulnerable. And that doesn't, vulnerable doesn't just mean talking about your feelings. Of course It doesn't not. have to be just, I'm sad and I start crying. It could be like, you're open to criticism, constructive criticism. You're open to someone else being open with you. Mm-hmm. You know, there's so many different versions of vulnerability. Um, but I think that being closed off doesn't serve anyone. I think being vulnerable means being okay, getting hurt, but also being okay, having love. And growing, yeah. right? Isn't yeah. that all part of the journey? Yeah. I think the journey is whatever you make it, whatever you want your purpose in life to be, it's what you decide it to be. That's the purpose of life. There is no reasoning in the Bible or anything for reason being here it's whatever you want it to be mm-hmm. yeah you really are the creator of your own mm-hmm. life manifestation is real yeah. but you you have to take that action and be brave yeah. enough to to step into that yeah. vision i think creating a podcast getting a studio and then having guests in to talk about stuff like that that's vulnerability mm-hmm. that's being vulnerable that's showing your authentic self. And then that is what attracts people because it shows that it's okay to talk about these things. It's okay to be vulnerable, you know? And I yeah. think people long for that in each other, that connection, because we're all just walking around trying to play it cool. But it's podcasts like these or moments like these where I feel a little wall come down because I'm having this conversation with you. And then someone watching it could feel their wall down because now two women are feeling the same. Mm-hmm. you know just like them so yeah. yeah and it's all about connection right and even yeah. you know I think about people sometimes who maybe right now they haven't found their tribe yeah but they find their tribe through the people that they mm-hmm. watch and they resonate mm-hmm. with and while you know Sarah watching you mm-hmm. doesn't know you she's yeah. like oh my gosh yeah. I haven't even I haven't even I haven't, I haven't even encountered somebody yeah. like Emily yeah. who has made me feel like this. You know what? This is the kind of person I want in my tribe. Yeah. And then when you start exhibiting that behavior, yes, that's when you attract yes. people like-minded. Yeah. You know, you can't um, walk around being negative and this low frequency mindset and then expect to be a best friend with someone who's always positive and disciplined. And, you know, you have to just exhibit that behavior to get what you want. You are what you attract. Yeah. And, yeah. and you're not, you're not for everyone. You don't Mm-mm. align with everybody. And yeah. it's almost like, like, I know like I'm a firm believer where it's like, if you really, we're always, it, you even said it too, right? We're always going to be learning ourselves, yeah. sh- shedding our skin, reinventing ourselves. Yeah. But so long as you're, you know what you want and you continue to lead with conviction and you're yeah. true or you know what I mean? Your truth, then you know that it's not personal when someone's no. not for you because you're enough. No, just like you're not, just like someone else might not be for you. Yeah. Peach is not everyone's favorite fruit, you know? But it's still, you just got to be okay with, I think, confidence in the sense that you're okay with not everyone liking you and who cares? And the most, yeah. 
Yeah. No, you're right. Yeah. And just to kind of sum the theme of everything we've kind of talked about, we talked a lot about love in all aspects. Self-love, the greatest kind of love, you can get love from your partner, but the greatest kind of love is the love you give to yourself in in everything. Mm -hmm. The greatest, giving yourself grace is love oh, compassion giving yeah. yourself compassion is love i think discipline is also love i yes. think choosing to wake up and go and take care of your body for the body that wakes up and moves for you every day that's love grateful for legs yes i know you yeah. always post that you're always posting grateful for my legs when you're walking but it's true your body moves for you your heart beats for you your mind thinks for you and then love is choosing to take care of that for yourself because you value yourself yeah and i think when you search for that feeling in other people it will never be enough for you and them mm-hmm. and when you i think learning to love yourself is not like it just happens one day it's an everyday process it's a choice it's choosing to be compassionate for yourself like you said it's just taking off all expectations of yourself and just looking at yourself in the mirror and it's your younger version of yourself, 10-year-old self, and just pouring all that love into them. Absolutely. And finally, to kind of set it up, I mean, you really did touch on this, but in your opinion, right now, Mm -hmm. what does living unapologetically audacious mean to you? And what do you hope, what do you hope that could inspire in other people? Living unapologetically audacious, bravely authentic. Living unapologetically audacious, authentic means choosing you. It means being brave, you know, choosing to do things that scare you. It means being okay with whatever choice you make, being okay with what anyone thinks of yourself. It's just choosing you in all aspects. Um, and my favorite thing to do is be scared. I love being scared because then I get to show myself I'm brave. I get to have experiences. Um, but just being okay with everything about accepting yourself, it's being you, whatever choice you make. And how much more do you love yourself when you come out of, and you do something that scared you? Oh, i I feel like almost proud of myself feel so proud and I think it's okay to feel proud of yourself it's okay to feel confident of yourself it's okay to feel like you're your own biggest fan Mm -hmm. don't try and humble yourself for what don't be you know obnoxious but I think be your own biggest fan you know absolutely the ego is beautiful and I think that word has like a negative connotation to it but it serves a purpose in a way that you said, don't be obnoxious, yeah. but embrace yeah. your true self. Yeah. That alignment, your soul. What does your soul, yeah. your soul, we're here for such a short period of yeah. time. Yeah. And, you know, that's one of the reasons too why you you really do resonate. And I'm really grateful that we did connect all those years ago because yeah. I feel like so much has happened even in my life and your yeah. life and just you know, we don't see each other often, but the growth, even just in your energy, when I see you, it's like, Emily, we haven't talked in a long time, but I know things have been happening for you. And I think every time we connect, it's like a new version of ourselves. We've like created new versions that when I think about us meeting two years ago or a couple of years ago, that version of both of us, I cannot even recognize the things that we talk, not just that, but like 
we're continuously showing up as new versions of ourselves and you have to be okay with not being the same. Absolutely. Yeah. And really like, like I, I truly think that becoming soul aligned and living yeah. in your truth means yeah. constantly becoming unrecognizable yeah. even to yourself, no matter what, yeah. because it's your life, as you yeah. said, it's your life that you mm-hmm. live and life is short. And it's okay disappointing people. Absolutely. As long as it means you're not disappointing yourself. Amen. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Oh, well, Emily, yes. honestly, thank you so much for for everything, like for your time, for your love, for everything that you that you provided here today. I know thank that you. there are going to be so many people that that resonate. I need to hear your message. And I really do feel like you've been used as a vessel here today to inspire a lot thank of people you. and give a lot of validation. You did that for me. Thank you. And you're amazing. And I know that no matter what you do, when you go abroad, Everything mm-hmm. will be incredible because you continue Thank to choose you. you. So I applaud you for your conviction. Thank you so much. I say much. that all the time, but genuinely, yeah. like I do mean that. Thank you. Um, and you're enough always because you exist. I'm proud thank of you. you. I thank you for your existence and for being the first guest on my oh, podcast. I'm so excited. Thank yeah. you for having me. I think it's such an important conversation to have. And um, as much as it feels like I'm a guest for you, this feels just as healing for me. Every time we have these talks, it's so um, loving, healing, um, connecting. So thank you for that. Well, you're magical and I adore you. Thank you. Thank you. Okay.